Ready, set, go! Hey guys, welcome back to the EV Diaries. It is Veterans Day 2019. So thank you to all of our veterans, past, present, and those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. We live in the greatest country in the world as far as freedoms go. And I truly, truly am thankful for the men and women who serve. I've got friends and family that have served. I've got a young man that is like a son to me that is right now at Paris Island and will be a newly minted Marine by Christmas. And I'm really proud of him. Again, thank you. Many announced their new 2020 Cooper S electric. And I started to think, is this my dream car? Now, if you've listened to any of the episodes, you know that right now I drive a 2005 Mini Cooper. Need some mechanical work, which actually would cost more than the car is worth. So the struggle I have is, do I purchase a new car, a used car, or do I fix my Mini just out of a labor of love? I've looked at different cars, new and used, uh, EVs, I should say, new and used. I don't want a car payment. However, I realize that there's no way that I'm going to upgrade from my Mini Cooper to something newer without having a car payment. So I've resigned myself to that fact. What I want to do is get such car payment that I could pay it off quickly. I've not had a car payment in several years, and I certainly don't want one now. So, Mini comes out with their 2020 electric. And I'm looking at it thinking, this is it. This is my dream car. Well, let's back up a little bit and look. It's built on the BMW i3 platform, which I have looked at the BMW i3s as a possible used car. And I say used because brand new, the i3 is $42 plus $1,000. The tax incentives, going to get it down to what I could buy a Nissan Leaf for. I've also looked at the Nissan Leaf. Half the vehicles that I have ever owned in my life have been Nissans. In fact, my wife drives a Nissan Rogue right now. And my plan was, when she was ready to trade that vehicle in, to get a Mini Cooper Countryman four-door automatic. But right now, we're looking to replace my car. My daily drive is 100 miles, and I really would like to have an EV. I believe EVs have a place in small-town America. It's just a matter of finding one that suits your needs. So, does the Mini suit my needs? Well, like I said, it's built on the i3 platform, which is funny because 10 years ago, Mini was working on an electric vehicle that wound up becoming the BMW i3. Unfortunately, there's not been many changes to the i3 since then, and they're using the same technology, the same batteries, and the new Mini Cooper. That's okay in one way, and then okay not okay in the other because you would think that they would have some technological upgrades that they could have put in the newer cars, but that's a digression that I don't want to get into. Back to the Mini. The Mini has a base price of right at $30,000. With incentives, that gets it down to about twenty-two. 
The amazing thing about this is you cannot buy a gasoline-powered Mini Cooper S for $22,000. Base price on those is $25,26. So now we actually have an EV that is less than an internal combustion engine for the equivalent model of car. That's big, and that is a step in the right direction when it comes to electrification. Looking at the specs of the Mini Cooper SE electric, I don't think it's an SE, I think it's just an S electric. Anyway, it's got a 32.6 kilowatt hour battery. Now, if you do my simple EV math, multiply that by three and that gives you the range. But that's only 96 miles. Let's be generous and multiply it by four. That's 128 miles. Still, that's a little little bit light. Now, the Mini USA website doesn't specify, but if you look anywhere else on the internet for electric Mini Cooper range, it's going to tout 148 to 162 miles. So you're looking at 150 mile battery, supposedly, on this car. Okay, so let's do some more thinking here. If you only charge to 80%, which should expand your battery life, or should extend it anyway, 150 miles at 80% is 120 miles. 120 miles meets my needs. Like I said, I drive about 100 miles a day. But if you take it on the low end, that 96, 80% of 96 is about 75 Oh, now we're pushing it. Now I'm having to look at charging at work, which may be an option. I don't know. I've asked management if I can charge at work. Uh, we do have a level two charger. We also have some external outlets, which I can always run an extension cord and be able to charge at a very low level. But it would be enough to get me back and forth to work, assuming that that's okay. Sometimes I have to go elsewhere for work, which may be 60 miles one way, and some of the places I know I can charge, some of the places I can't. So there's a conundrum there. Now, assuming that I keep my wife's rogue for a little bit longer, on those days that I know that I'm going to be traveling where there may not be a charger, I can always drive her car. Right now, the situation is, since my car is a six-speed manual and my wife is uncomfortable driving it, I say uncomfortable, she can drive it. She drives it better than I do, but she's just not comfortable doing so alone. But on the days that I need to go further, I could take her car. The new Mini Electric is automatic, so she could drive that. She could tool around town, run her errands because she probably doesn't drive maybe 20, 30 miles a day at most, I still have options. I haven't ruled out that this car does not fit my needs based on the battery range. Now, I've always said that I wanted something stylish. Well, I'm driving a Mini Cooper now. This is a Mini Cooper. Not quite as pretty as my car, I will admit. They've extended the front end a little bit. They've raised it up off the ground. But it's still a mini. It's still got some of the styling flares you expect on the S. My mini S has a hood scoop, which is functional. Uh, they did a cosmetic hood scoop on the new one. It's a little bit longer, a little bit taller. But 
the minis have changed over the years since 2005. So this is just another iteration. It's still a mini. It's still a good looking car. Also, they have a special wheel design for the the electric mini. And it's sort of sort of weird when you look at it, but you can get optional wheels. There's nothing really set in stone. It only comes in two colors, which is a silver and a gray, but the car itself is stylish. It's what I'm used to. It's a mini, so I'm all right with that. It's familiar. It's, it's something that when I get in it, it's just like getting in by all reports to a just regular mini. Same fit, function, style. You got the same trunk space. It's just a different configuration, a different fuel source. Now let's contrast that to the Nissan Leaf that I've been looking at. Like I said, I've got incentives to where I can save $10,000 on a Nissan Leaf with the tax incentives and what Touchstone Energy is offering as a rebate. Well, there you go. For the Nissan Leaf that I would want, it's roughly $36,000. So we get it down twenty-six. dollars I'm still paying more, but I've got an extended battery range. I go from one fifty dollars to two ten. Okay, now that's that's great because that fits all of my needs perfectly. It also gets me north and south to the next biggest city. There's charging infrastructure at both of those cities. It becomes practical as far as travel goes. Is it as stylish as my Mini? Uh, no. And, you know, Nissan has not upgraded the Leaf since its introduction. It's pretty much the same. They put a better battery in it now than what originally. I think originally it got like 70 miles to a charge. But there again, it's not what I want. Now, I have had Nissans. I have owned at least one Nissan for the past two decades. We've went through pickups, Xterras, Jukes, Rogue, and I've been very happy and pleased with Nissan as a brand. And I would recommend Nissan to anybody that's looking for a vehicle. But like I said, I love my Mini Cooper. And am I going to choose a Leaf over a Cooper? That's the struggle that I'm having. That's where I am today. I know some people have been wondering my thoughts on the new Mini. And like I said, it's a great looking car. It's It could be my dream car. But then again, I've got to really seriously consider whether it meets my needs. I don't care how good it looks. If it doesn't satisfy my needs, then my wants are irrelevant. All right, guys, that's it for today. I'm sure that we will discuss this more as time goes on because I'm... I really, I would love to order a Cooper today. But there again, does it suit my needs? It's a discussion and thoughts that I'm going to have to really work on over the next few months. Especially when you consider that my rebate on my, the Leaf that gets it down to about 26, that's going away December 31st. I can still get the tax rebate of 7500 but that extra $3,000 is gone. 
And that extra $3,000, I won't say is a big factor into things, into my decision. However, if the Mini doesn't fit my needs, I'd much rather pay $3,000 less than $3,000 more. Either way, we'll see what happens. Just remember, the EV revolution is here. So buckle up. It should be a fun ride. Thanks for listening to the EV Diaries. If you would like to leave a question or comment, email me, ben at evdiaries.com. Also, you can check me out on social media, Twitter and Instagram at evdiaries. And finally, please leave a rating on whatever podcast app you use.